My God. I will dance like David. I will celebrate. I will pray like David. You know, the Bible tells us over in uh, Kings, I believe it's over in Kings, that David was faithful. God said David was faithful. And so uh, he kept all the commandments and the statutes of the Lord until the day that he left here. He was a faithful man. He served the Lord. And um, you know, most people like to talk about that he, um, his hiccup, what he did with Uriah. And, but listen, God said with that exception, David was faithful in all his, in all his heart and what he did unto the Lord. And we ought to be faithful in all our heart and all that we do for the Lord. Bless you, Jesus. We're going to go into the word of God. You know, I was driving in and that song just fell in my spirit and just began to, to think about that song and sing it. You know, I will celebrate. I will sing unto the Lord. Uh, I'm going to do as David did. And that just magnify the Lord and to just bless him. Amen. We're going to go into the book of Ezekiel this afternoon. Ezekiel, the 37th chapter. Beginning at verse 24 through 28, uh, we're going to um, be completing this particular chapter. Uh, and so uh, I want to encourage you to continue on reading uh, the 39th chapter as a assignment, a homework assignment, excuse me. <coughs> Clear my throat here, a little agua. Um, but want to give you an assignment. Read the, the 39th, excuse me, 38. I said, I, I jumped way ahead. Okay. 38. Uh, start there. Begin reading. Uh, that's going to be your reading assignment. Uh, that's chapter 38 uh, through 34 between now and, uh, and next Tuesday. Uh, but we're going to go into the word of God. I solicit your prayers. As I am praying with you and praying for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your goodness and your grace this afternoon. Lord God, we bless you for your mighty works. Thank you, Lord God, for blessing me to be a witness for you. Lord Jesus, speak of your goodness to tell others, to encourage others, Lord God, to do the same. Encourage others to live holy, to seek after you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the activity of our lambs. We thank you, Lord God, for this for the ability, for helping us to make it through situations, circumstances. Lord God, we thank you because we know that uh, things that we see as challenges are, are nothing more than opportunities. Lord, I pray and ask that you remember those that are sick in their body, Lord. Remember my, my mentor, Lord God, Bishop White. Bless him, Lord God. Lord, just continue to strengthen, Lord, raise him up, Lord. Lord God, I pray and ask that you bless, Lord God, each one of the sound of my voice. Lord God, bless your people, Lord God. Bless those that are on their way. Give us wisdom and knowledge, Lord, how to lead your people, Lord. We ask you blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Ezekiel 37. Ezekiel 37, beginning at verse uh, 24. It says, and David my servant shall be king over them and they all shall have one shepherd 
they shall also walk in my judgments. And observe my statues. They're going to do something. They're going to observe my statues. And, and they're going to do them. Listen, for, for those of you that are just tuning in, I'm telling you, I'm so excited. I'm way ahead of myself in, in so many things. But you, you're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML inside the pages. And, and this is Pastor Carl Henderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 uh, East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. I want you to know that that we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition, there's no other way than to face opposition, but with obedience to the word of God. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. and Thursday's Acts of the Holy Ghost. On this Thursday, I'll be in uh, at the church that I grew up in speaking uh, at the 31st uh, anniversary of that ministry and where uh, my ministry was birthed from under the preaching, teaching, rebuke, reprove instructions of the late overset Blanche Irvin whom blessed me uh, just before the mountain. She blessed me several times. Um, and I thank God for that, you know. And so uh, certainly uh, asking you to continue to pray for uh, churches across the country that they continue to do the will of God. You know, if you're looking for a church home, ministry growth, I want to invite you to join us, grow with us. Allow God to be God. You know, we've been taking this year with purpose, and, and I'm telling you, there's some testimonies right now uh, that need to be given from, from the first part of this year of, because the saints have been obedient, and, and in their obedience, they have their following the instructions, and they can give the testimony themselves. I'm just, just, just laying that platform out, but we're taking the year with purpose. All right? And so... <laughs> Uh, now we're going to go into the word of God. <laughs> I'm telling you. As someone, our, our, our hostess um, said, you know, I, I, I was doing the announcement and, and I think I missed something. And I said, it's all right. You know, we're not as, as polished as, as some that, you know, it's, it's perfect every time. But sometimes it's not going to, we, we don't follow the same structure. We have a structure, but at the same time, you know, I'm just excited about getting into the word of God tonight and just uh, totally just, you know, and after thinking about the goodness of David, goodness of God and how the Lord blessed him and he blessed the Lord and danced and praised him. I was ready to go, you know, but listen. OK, so the Bible says, and David, my servant shall be king over them. Ezekiel 37, 24. And they shall and they all shall have one shepherd. They shall also walk in my judgments and observe my statutes and do them. And they shall dwell in the land that I have given unto Jacob, my servant, wherein your fathers have dwelt. And they shall dwell therein, even they and their children and their children's children forever. And my servant David shall be 
their prince forever. Moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them, and it shall place them, multiply them, and will set my sanctuary in the midst of them forevermore. My tabernacle also shall be with them. Yea, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, do sanctify Israel, when my sanctuary shall be in the midst of them forevermore. David, David, my servant, shall be king over them. Now, we know that David is gone. David is not here. And uh, David testified, as we've heard, it, 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 for those of you that may know, David had said, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit, sit here at my right hand until I make thy enemies. Uh, so we know David is not uh, going to reside over the children of Israel as God. But the Lord made David a promise. Uh, that 24th verse says, that, And David, my servant, shall be king over them, and they shall have one shepherd, and uh, they shall also walk in my statues and preserve my statues and do them. Now, the promise was made uh, multiple times throughout the scripture, but I'm going to grab this here from 2 Samuel 7, uh, beginning at the first verse. And it says, it, shall, it, it, come, it came to pass when the king sat in his house, and the Lord had given him rest round all about his enemies. Sometimes we deal with situations. Sometimes things become very peaceful, and we don't have to. Uh, things are not always going to be peaceful. And if they are always, if you're always at peace, nothing ever goes wrong, uh, there's a problem. But that's a problem in itself. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean you're not having a good life when something happens, when challenges come up, you know, or you, you bump your toe, you hit your elbow. It doesn't mean that, uh, that, that, that you've done something wrong when that happens. But things happen. The king said unto Nathan, the prophet, see now, I dwell in the house of cedar, but the ark of God dwelleth in, within curtains. There was a, he had a concern about the ark of the covenant. He had a concern about what belonged to God. Do you have a concern about what belongs to God this evening? And Nathan said to the king, go, do all that is in thy heart. For the Lord is with thee. And it came to pass that night that the word of the Lord came unto Nathan, saying, Go, tell David, tell my servant David, thus said the Lord, Thou shalt build me a house, shalt thou build a house for me to dwell in? I'm, I'm God. Can I really be contained in a house? Whereas I, I dwelt and I have not dwelt in any house since the time that I brought the children, brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day. But have walked in tent and in tabernacle 
in all the places wherein I have walked with all the children of Israel, spake I a word with any of the tribes of Israel whom I commanded to feed my, uh, to feed, uh, my people Israel, saying, Why build ye not uh, me a house of cedar? Now, therefore, thou shalt say unto my servant David, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I look, I took thee from the sheep coat, from following the sheep, to be ruler over my people over Israel. And I was with thee, whithersoever thou wentest, and have cut off all thine enemies out of thy sight, and have made thee a great name, like unto the name of the great men that are in the earth. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel and plant them that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more as before time. And as since the time that I command judges to be over my people Israel and have caused thee to rest from all thy enemies, also the Lord telleth thee that he will make thee an house. And when thy days are fulfilled, thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, and I will set up thy seed after thee. Here we go. Which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish, I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. You ought to do something to impress God. You don't have to build a house like David built for the Lord, but you can do something that is going to impress him. If you're going to impress anybody, impress the Lord. If you're going to do something that is going to put a smile, cause God to smile upon you. If you want God, the Bible said those that feared the Lord often spake one to another about the Lord. Uh, obviously, the Lord delighted in what he was hearing because he wrote a book of remembrance about the conversation, about what was going on. The Lord told David, told Nathan, let David know these words. I'm going to establish him. I'm going to set up a kingdom. And from his loins, uh, we have our Lord and Savior. The Bible tells us over in Matthews, the seventh, the first chapter, and, and also within Luke, the third chapter. Uh, you can read this for yourself on your time. But the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. And it goes on through the genealogy of Christ. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob Judas, and his brother. And, and it goes on, and, and it goes on, and I'm just skipping over some verses here. And Jesse uh, begat David the king, and, and David the king begat Solomon, uh, of her who had been the wife of Uriah, and Urias. And Solomon begat Rehoboam. Rehoboam begat, and, and so it goes on through the genealogy, and it carries it carries us on to Jacob, uh, who begat Joseph, the husband of Mary of whom was born Jesus, who was called the Christ. 
and all the generations from Abraham to David were uh, are 14 generations. And from David until the carrying away into Babylon are 14, uh, uh, 14 generations. And from the carrying away uh, into Babylon unto Christ are 14. And so the Bible gives us a record of uh, that shows the promise being fulfilled. You need to understand something. A Christmas. Anybody like Christmas? Christmas, you know, though we know Christ was not born on that day, uh, but the recognition of his birth is about the fulfilling of his word. Uh, Easter, which is not about what we what we have set aside and, and feel so passionate about the bunny, the Easter, the chocolate and the eggs and all of that. It's not about Jesus Christ that proceeded, uh, but, but uh, Christ, the recognition of Christ. And we should recognize the Lord every day. Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. And the Bible tells us to rejoice in it. Well, you're not going to rejoice in it if you're not thinking about the goodness of the Lord. The goodness of the Lord calls us to celebrate. The goodness of the Lord calls us to pray and to walk with a consecrated mind. Uh, I, I want to tell you, uh, you want to walk with a consecrated mind unto the Lord. Now, I want to take a thought from this uh, particular passage that we have been reading from, and that is God is preparing a place. God is preparing a place. You need to mark that someplace. You need to write it down. You don't want to forget those words. Uh, the Lord told them, uh, uh, Jesus told them, he said it like this. He said, uh, uh, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. For in my father's house are many mansions. And he goes on to tell them that I'm going to prepare a place for you. God is Preparing a place, as we have read in the uh, scriptures uh, from Ezekiel. God's preparing a place. And the question is, are you getting prepared? Are you prepared? As you know, preparation means you are taking the action or process of making ready or being made ready for use or consideration. First uh, John 3 and 3 says, and every man, every man, every person, every boy, woman, girl, every individual uh, uh, that have this hope purifies himself even as he is pure. Uh, that means we lay aside some things. We cut out foolishness. We get help in areas that we need help in. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we come to a realization that uh, this is uh, of what things are and they're not going to change. Uh, having an operation uh, to change uh, gender doesn't change you. You are who you were, who you are. God made you and who uh, you are. Uh, you're not going to change that. Uh, born a man, you're going to stand in judgment as a man. You're born a woman, you're going to stand in judgment as a woman. And so we are. And so whoever have this hope of 
being prepared is going to purify themselves. They're going to line up. God's not going to line up with our words. He's not going to line up with our opinion. Matter of fact, the Bible said, let every man be a lie and God be the truth. And that's the way it's going to be because everything is sustained by his word. He said heaven and earth would pass away, but his word is not going to fall. So you, 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 you be deceived. You're deceiving yourself if you think it is. If you think you can have it your way, you know, there is no Burger King in, 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 in the kingdom. And so um, and so it's not going to go that way. Uh, we get ready for work. Put on the makeup. You know, you see people as you're driving down the street. Some of you are guilty. It's charged. Put it on the makeup. Do smell good. Check. Mentally equipped. Got to check. Make sure that mentally equipped check. Emotionally checked. When we get up, we know that at one of the last things that we're going to do, if we hadn't started it when we first got up, is, is that I need coffee. You know, I mean, I, I need coffee. I need coffee. I need coffee. I need that. I need that fix. I remember consecrating at the beginning of the year and I gave up coffee for nearly 50 days and, and that first thought of giving up coffee, I, I cringed. But nonetheless, the Bible tells us in Acts, the first chapter, talking about the, the looking for the establishing of the kingdom and the Bible tells us in Acts, the first chapter, beginning at the fourth verse, it says, and being assembled together with them, after Jesus' resurrection, the Bible said he spent 40 days with them, proving and ministering to them and through infallible proof so that they would know this is not my imagination speaking to me. It's not, uh, I'm not having a mental breakdown. I'm not going through an episode. And, and, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. But wait for the promise of the Father, which said, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the time or the season, which is which the father hath put in his own power. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. No, no one. No, no, nobody knows. But ye shall receive power after that. The Holy Ghost has come upon you. Your concern right now is to be filled with the spirit of the Lord, to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost to seal of redemption. It is a seal that keeps you until we are caught up. And without it, you're powerless. Without it, you will not be saved. In the book of Ezekiel, the Lord had sent his messengers to go and to pass judgment upon those that was religious. Those that were worshiping uh, uh, idols of the children of Israel. And in the, and, but in the process, he said, there are those that... Uh, put a seal upon them. 
put a seal on them so that they are not to be harmed. And so uh, the Holy Ghost places a seal upon you. You'll find that in the scripture. So uh, we're not going there tonight. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you should be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And uh, when he had spoken these things, while he yet, while they beheld, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. The Holy Ghost is also to empower us for ministry, not for us to uh, walk around. You know, there's some that are quick, they all spiritual and, you know, they almost look like a, a sci-fi movie and uh, what they do uh, because someone, you know, uh, told them that this is the way the Holy Ghost acts. Well, let me tell you, the Holy Ghost is, uh, doesn't act like a sci-fi movie. It doesn't act like, uh, you know, some witchy-poo stuff. And so uh, the Bible said the disciples of old and the New Testament knew God would establish his kingdom, but not the date for when it would happen. And so they were looking. And Hebrews tell us in the 11th chapter, at the beginning of the 13th verse, it says, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them. You ought to be persuaded. It's important that you be persuaded because you're not going to serve the Lord unless you are persuaded. And if you can see it, faith, uh, see what God is saying afar off and embrace them and confess that you strangers and pilgrims on the earth. By now, common sense should tell you that. By now, you should be able to know. Uh, some of us, our, our mothers are gone. Our fathers are gone. Uh, our, our brothers, sisters, loved ones, uh, spouses, they, they're gone. Time was, uh, they lived their life and it was time for them. There's no need to get mad, angry because they didn't live forever with you because that's not going to happen. Life is a temporary assignment. And so the Bible said, blessed are those that die in the Lord. So you want to make sure that you are prepared. Prepared. And so uh, we know just from common sense that, that, that we are uh, on a temporary assignment. And they looked and they said they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth for they that said such things declare plainly that they seek a country and truly if they had been mindful of the country from whence they had came out of thinking about the world and all of the things that we could do and you know what how much and not embrace what god was saying that provides opportunity for us to turn around and to run back but now they desired a better place you ought to desire better for yourself that is heavenly Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he had prepared for them a city. How about you? What are you preparing for? Some are preparing for business opportunity, employment. Others are working in investments and inventions and wealth making uh, tangible goals. Uh, others are doing nothing. They're preparing to do nothing. The media uh, because they are opening the states up, you know, here in California and different counties, uh, they're, they're talking about how people are going to be looking for love. People are going to be looking for partners, you know, and different things. And, and, and really, uh, let me tell you, uh, uh, bless your Lord Jesus. 
some are, are scraping the bottom for catfish and crawdads and uh, missing the big picture. Uh, listen, you don't want to major in the mind of things. Uh, you, you need to understand that there is a bigger picture that is going on all around us. Luke 19, 12, 13 says, He said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called to his servants and delivered them 10 pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. Do not occupy your time majoring in the mind. You need to go big. In order to go big, you have to go with God. You need to invest in yourself. Learn to appreciate who you are. Learn to appreciate yourself. Don't let that fool manipulate you, ladies. Don't, don't be fooled. Don't let them manipulate you. Gentlemen, they're gold diggers. They're those that will manipulate you. And so you don't want to you don't want to be manipulated when you are should be preparing. You should be occupying uh, for the Lord. Now, we're being washed by the word of God and we're not being washed to run out and get dirty again. I, I, I feel, you know, Peter said this to the Lord. He said, not only uh, my feet, uh, but Lord, wash my hands and my head. And Jesus said uh, unto him. Uh, he that is washed needeth not uh, say to wash his feet, but is clean every whit, and ye are clean. Someone needs to be cleansed, not uh, clean, uh, uh, but uh, I said cleanse. We need to be clean. Uh, Psalms not one nineteen and nine says, "Wherewith shall a young man cleanse his ways?" And that is by taking heed to thy word. The Bible says in the 24th verse of Ezekiel, the 37th chapter, David, my servant, shall be king over them. And they shall have one shepherd. They shall also walk in my judgments and observe my statutes and do them. One shepherd walking in his judgments, observing the Lord's statutes and doing them. In other words, a society where the will of God is not ignored. Uh, people are ignoring what God is saying. They're ignoring the signs and wonders that are happening right in front of them. Uh, and so there's going to be one authority. Uh, the 25th verse says, And they shall dwell in the land that I have given unto Jacob my servant, wherein uh, your fathers have dwelt, and they shall dwell therein, even they and their children, and their children, children forever. And my servant David shall be their prince forever. The prophecy of dry bones came together 73 years ago. That wasn't too many years uh, back. 73 years. Some of, some of you who have parents are, are 73 plus, And they can attest to what they see. 73 years uh, Ezekiel received a prophecy about 2,600 years prior, and it happened. It happened. What's happening right now that you're not seeing a lot? There's many things that are going on right in your presence, and you're missing it. You're missing it because you're, the mind is so caught up into so many other things, and, 
uh, listen, the, the, the pandemic was pronounced years ago when the Lord spoke and said that in the last days there'll be pestilence. So it was not something unexpected, but there was no date given for that, but it happened. The Lord said, I'm going to prepare a place. I'm going to call the dry bones to come back together again. And it happened, 1948. The Lord said, uh, I'm going to come and receive you unto myself. We're knocking at the door. Of that happening. I was listening to the news uh, the other day and they were talking about the United States is behind. I don't know what it is about the United States that, that uh, the, the red tape and how we drag our feet about some things because in Sweden, they already are moneyless. When I was in uh, Asia or when I was in Hong Kong, uh, they weren't walking around with, with money. They was walking around with plastic. That was their method. And, and so uh, there are five states right now that are practicing uh, digital. And now that they've gone through the test, they said that within the next few years, we should have this all rolled out. And so it's going to be nationwide that you're not going to need the paper that you that you carry. You're not going to need a number of things. Now, people are concerned about the mark of the beast. Listen, when it becomes mandatory that you must, that you have to take a, take a mark, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you, uh, when that happened and you're there to see it is because you didn't prepare. The Lord prepared a place for us, but you didn't prepare to enter into that place. Today is the, the Lord said to, today that you hear my voice, harden not your heart as the, as they did before. And they did not enter into his rest. The 26 verse says, moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them and it shall be an everlasting covenant with them, and I will place them and multiply them and set and will set my sanctuary in the midst of them forever. My tabernacle shall be with them. Yea, I will be their God. He's my God right now. Is he yours? Is he yours? You know, the Bible said, whoever we serve, that is our master. Are you serving the Lord? And they shall be my people. Who will be his people? Those that are serve, those that are serving him. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, do sanctify Israel, when my sanctuary shall be in the midst of them forevermore. Are you prepared for this? I, I have to ask because, as I've mentioned, events are walking right by you, staring you in the face. Some are assisting in the momentum and don't know it. Your actions contribute to the king to kingdom building. And, and so uh, now which part you contribute, you can say I'm contributing one way. Unless you line up with the word of God, then you won't know. You can't make that declaration of, of contributing uh, to the kingdom in a way that is going to give you a reward and glory to give you a reward when the rapture take place. 
because that's for reward. And so, uh, again, I want to encourage you, as the Bible is telling us, and very plainly, God is preparing a place. Are you getting prepared? What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you preparing? Because every, uh, I believe we talked about, uh, exhorted a message a few weeks ago about, uh, about a pattern. That if you don't fit the pattern, you can't fit into the kingdom. The pattern that you lay right now is the pattern that is going to follow you. As a tree falls, that's how it lays. And so I'm sounding the trumpet as a reminder tonight that you need to be prepared. You need to be prepared because they're uh, just like there are things slipping by you. Things going on while you're you running around saying that they didn't make my coffee right. Running around concerned with the, the things that are really non-essential. Uh, this is essential for your well-being. There are things that are going on and one day it's going to be, uh, as the Lord has spoken and said, he's going to establish his kingdom. And we're going, as we're in the book of Ezekiel, See, Ezekiel is not just about getting the people in order. It's about getting the people prepared for the blessing, the blessing of the Lord, which is on the way. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. I pray that, that, that you will hear what is being said and conduct yourself accordingly. If you have not, uh, dedicated your life unto the Lord or need to rededicate your life, this is the day to do that. This is the day to do so. Don't wait. Don't dilly. Don't dally. Okay? Uh, it's time to get things together and keep it together. Don't put one foot in the church and one foot out. You know, because you, you get a, a feeling uh, that you need sexual healing. You got to run out to church and, and then try to come back. You don't know. Uh, listen. Let's not play with our soul salvation. That's just flesh. Flesh and blood is not going to inherit the kingdom of God. Uh, but you need to uh, commit your ways unto the Lord. Walk in his statues and be established in them. Father, in the name of Jesus, we honor you for your word this evening, Lord God, a, a sobering, something to make us think, Lord God, and to be focused on you as we carry out, as we do our schoolwork, as we live a saved uh, life, Lord God, unto you as we go to work, Lord Jesus, even in recreation, Lord God, that we stay focused, Lord, so that we'll hear your voice, Lord, when it sounds as a trumpet, Lord God, when you come with a shout, Lord God, help us, Lord Jesus, to walk and prepare, Lord Jesus, that we keep our bodies as vessels, that we keep our souls as vessels of honor unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Listen, uh, I hope to see you here or to see you there. Uh, remember uh, the, the songs by our songstress and our different artists are that of respective property as well as their producers. Until then, be blessed, be blessed.